We aren't supposed to go this long without hugging one another. Maintaining physical distance is the right thing to do, of course, in this time of pandemic, but it isn't supposed to be this way. Being apart from one another runs contrary to who we are, both as human beings and as children of God. In the readings for evening prayer tonight, Jeremiah warns of a disaster that spreads from nation to nation and of a great tempest that is stirring from the farthest parts of the earth. That sounds familiar to me, not because I believe that the coronavirus has been sent to us by God, but because the calamity we face is something that affects all of us. This is not a nation-specific crisis. It is a pandemic. And much like the pandemics of old, back when medical science had not discovered the ways that disease is transmitted, the response to a plague was not only physical distancing, but social distancing as well. I read this week in an article in the New York Times about the victim of, a, of the bubonic plague in the Middle Ages, a victim whose body was left all by itself in the middle of a field and that there were townsfolk stationed to guard it to make sure no one came close to the body. No one was willing to dig a grave and bury the body. Even in death, a pandemic leaves us ostracized from our community. In fact, one of the reasons that the plague only became a recurrent problem in relatively late uh, parts of human history, one of the reasons is because the population only became so dense in the Middle Ages and beyond. Another reason is intercultural commerce because the closer we live together and the more we interact with other people, the more likely an epidemic or a pandemic will strike. As long as we remain apart from each other, isolated from someone who could be carrying a terrible disease, we can keep ourselves safe, or so we think. But even so, we aren't supposed to live apart from one another. We aren't supposed to be cut off from one another and from the world. When Jesus' disciples tried to prevent eager parents and other guardians from bringing their children close to Jesus so that Jesus might touch them, the rabbi became indignant and rebuked the disciples and said, Let the little children come to me. Do not stop them, for it is to such as these that the kingdom of God belongs. Truly, I tell you, whoever does not enter the kingdom of God as a little child will never enter it. Those little children weren't being held at bay by the disciples out of fear of contagion. Instead, it seems that the disciples didn't think that the needs of those parents and their children deserved the rabbi's attention. But that instinct ran contrary to everything that Jesus embodied. What does it mean to belong to God's reign? 
What does life in the fulfillment of God's promises really look like? How do those who live lives that point others to the kingdom of God behave like children? My youngest child, who is four years old, still likes to sit in my lap. In the evenings, as dinner is finishing, she invariably asks if she can leave her seat and come and crawl into mine. Partly that's because she wants to be finished eating those foods that she doesn't really want to eat. But also, I'm sure it's because she wants to be held. She wants someone who loves her to wrap his arms around her and to remind her with that embrace that she is loved and that she is safe. A few mornings ago, when no one else was around, I couldn't help but notice that another of my children, substantially older than that little girl, crept toward me and plopped down in my lap as well. Is there anything that the child inside of us needs more in this time of anxiety and uncertainty than a warm and loving embrace? Is there any better way for us to describe what it means to participate in the loving reign of God than a hug that keeps us safe? Maybe that's why Jesus is so hard on those who get divorced. As the church, as the body of Christ, we must overcome the necessity for physical distancing that this pandemic brings. We cannot be who we were created and called to be if we respond to this moment of crisis by withdrawing from one another. Yes, if a child not in your family runs and prepares to leap into your arms, you should take steps to keep appropriate physical distance, but we must at the same time also recognize that there's something wrong in this need for apartness. We must remember that this is not how things are supposed to be. We must long for physical reunion with one another, for the loving embrace of the community of faith And we must respond to that longing with non-physical gestures of connection. We must pray for one another. We must call and check on one another. We must say to each other, I love you and I miss you. We must find ways to hold on to one another, especially when we can't. Because that is what it means to be a part of God's reign. That is what it means to be the body of Christ. That is what it means to be the people of God. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.